0: the modcast yep and uh we are here for now playing movie reviews we are reviewing the new walter hill film the assignment
1: starring michelle rodriguez
0: and sigourney weaver and tony shalhoub
1: Luba and Anthony Lapaglia.
0: Oh God, he's the best. He's the man. Yeah, I yeah, forgot he, him. He's Sorry. always good. I you love can him.
1: Set your clock to that guy.
0: That's true. Well, all of those, all of them, actually. I mean, even Michelle Rodriguez did a good job with she this. Did a good job. Yeah. Well, so Walter Hill, the great Walter Hill. Yeah. For those of you dummies. don't know.
1: Yeah, you were dope. Uh,
0: I'll give you an easy one first. He is the writer director behind Forty Eight Hours. Nope. Yep. But he also he is a Hollywood legend. He
1: all of the above. He
0: wrote and directed both the original and remake of the Getaway. The original was Steve McQueen and Allie McGraw. Uh, he was nominated for a palm d'Or for the Long Riders. He wrote and directed Wild Bill. He uh, is a writer behind the entire alien franchise. All of them. Uh, he di- wrote and directed The Drowning Pool Which is one of my favorite Paul Newman movies uh, Starring Paul Newman and his wife Joanne Woodward And a very young Melanie Griffith I think it's her first role wow. If you can find that on Netflix, you should see it And he's also won an Emmy for Deadwood and he Broken di- well, Trail he, You
1: should say he directed Yeah,
0: he directed several episodes of, of, of Dead Deadwood, Deadwood
1: Which is my one of my favorite shows ever, of all
0: And now we know Why? Because the great Walter Hill
1: was directing the shit.
0: My God, and he's a guy from Long Beach, California. LBC. Yeah. Ah, And uh, oh, and also many episodes of Tales from the Crypt, which uh, is going
1: to lead into this movie. Yeah, because he cited those as sort of inspiration that he wanted it sort of be like a. Twisted tail kind of layout because this movie is pretty unconventional, it's pretty
0: twisted.
1: It's pretty well, but it's also kind of timely. Essentially said he. He uh, essentially since he uh, especially since he said. That he The first draft of the script was in 1978.
0: Yes, which you couldn't have first. been done then, I then, don't think. If it
1: was, it'd be like, he was a, he was a man, well, a let, hit man.
0: They, let's discuss okay. what it's about. So
1: what it is about <laughs> is it about Michelle Rodriguez, who is a hit man yes. named Frank Kitchen, Yeah. who is given gender reassignment surgery by a twisted surgeon, Dr. Sigourney Weaver.
0: As revenge for kitchen killing her brother
1: so tales from the crypt yeah it's so tales from the fucking crypt except they never established that he had like a real problem with women that kind of would have been an interesting like if he had like a real mm. problem with women like he his mom beat him and he had like bad no, relationships. they don't do any of that
0: backstory he just is kind of like a macho guy
1: yeah which we should say Michelle Rodriguez plays him as a man
0: and then and then
1: just takes the fake beard on fake penis off also yeah,
0: there's a the, lot of nudity in this film she
1: goes full frontal yeah. And like holds it. It's not like a glancing shot. No. It's like her in front of the camera grabbing her puss. Like, what happened to my dick, yo? Yeah. And she says that. What happened to my dick? She doesn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> but,
0: and then La Paglia plays a mob boss who she works for. Honest who John. Double crosses her. He's not that honest anymore. His name's Honest John. Well, he double crosses her. Um,. Because he, he,
1: I guess he had been working for Sigourney Weaver for a long time. He, he brings her like victims for like her. Like
0: homeless people. Yeah, well, for, she's like she's,
1: Joseph Mengele or well, something. Well, she's
0: a discredited surgeon. surgeon. And her character is very interesting because they do, it starts out with her in an insane asylum. In a straitjack. In a check being interviewed by Tony Salub, who's also a psychiatrist. And he's assessing her and uh, because there's been a massacre at her. You know, underground, underground black market surgery. And she's telling this story about the hitman who they can't find any trace of. Yeah. And
1: she thinks the doctor Tony Salup thinks that she's really crazy and that she just killed everybody and it's like he,
0: he thinks she's a narcissist with a God complex and a sociopath I mean she's and she is she's very
1: well she's kind of like a Dr. Lecter thing where she's like yeah. twisted and sane but she also reads Shakespeare and quotes Shakespeare and quotes Edgar Allan Poe right she has a sort of inferiority complex with yep. everyone around her and this sort of thing and it's pretty interesting and esque man yeah,
0: versus Superman yeah
1: and she's uh, I a mean, Sigurdin Weaver is a fucking pro and
0: it, oh, she's and so is Tony Shaloub.
1: Yeah, it's really cool, man. And you
0: and uh, and I gotta say, I mean, it's a tough thing to pull off. And when it is. when she's a man, uh, Michelle Rodriguez, it, it was a little cheesy.
1: It was a little cheese. Well, she had like a fake nose, like yeah. nose putty and a fake beard. And she tried to affect like a sort of male voice without going too tough. She
0: did okay with she that. She okay.
1: I kind of feel like they could have casted a sort of Hispanic looking guy.
0: And yeah.
1: then, ha- you know, that could look close enough to her so that you when she, she you know, takes the bandages off and it's Michelle Rodriguez underneath, yeah. you wouldn't, you could suspend disbelief long enough, maybe even more than her. because yeah, it,
0: it was a bit distracting. Well, and-
1: yeah, she's like fucking chicks and like... <laughs>
0: and the, I mean, and the and walter hill mean, it was hill, daring though it was daring yeah. uh oh, we should also say that kitchen the name frank kitchen is just her alias it's not the real name of the character right
1: it's just for hitmaning
0: but walter hill himself said in a q and a after that uh they talked about uh, initially they were going to have a man Casted to First, play the whole part, and then they felt that there was too they, much
1: makeup on the other side. Yeah, that yeah. it would
0: the film would all be about makeup, and I think he was right because the film was a little bit about makeup in the beginning. Yeah, but it was then, a little
1: cheese, a little eighties sort of thing. Yeah, because you know it did
0: look like Michelle Rodriguez. Yeah, you know it's her. Yeah, but like it's obvious. I will say when she got out of that costume she was much more convincing yeah, as when a she man took, when she
1: well yeah when she took the bandages off and she's like dealing with like i have tits now yeah and she's like looking in the mirror and she's got the bloody robe on and you're like yeah you believe her more as a, a man when she's a woman which is kind of funny
0: yeah you really do actually because there's yeah, a scene cool. when she's just woken up in this cruddy hotel room and she behaves like a man like for one thing She goes to a store with some money that's been left for her, and she doesn't get dressed. She just is half naked in the robe right. goes down right. a woman wouldn't do that <laughs> a woman no it's like a, a guy thing. you know and it was totally i that was one of the moments where i was like that convinced me because
1: well it's sort of like kind of clever writing too you know? yeah it's like because you
0: know, she just walks down and she's in this robe with it sort of half open like a man would be where
1: well, boobs are kind of hanging out yeah, you know, She like just
0: wants a drink and a bottle she, yeah. of vodka
1: yeah yeah because you're not aware of like oh should i have breasts now i have to cover up yeah, you but know? men
0: aren't aware of how they look, too, in the same way that women are. Like, women right. won't go out of the house without, without being put or, together in yeah, some way, they do. even if they're sick. So I thought that was pretty convincing when she did that whole se- sequence.
1: Yeah, it was cool. And she kills a lot of people, and it's pretty convincing and stuff, you know, as you buy her as a, a assassin. So it's basically a, a revenge story. Where she was just hired to kill Sigourney Weaver's brother. There was no like foul play. Yeah, or she's just a hitman. hitman. And so she wants revenge on everybody involved. And she wants to find out who this doctor is. And she goes through Honest John and sort of gets him and gets his people and gets, a, gets it out of him. And then eventually does find Sigourney Weaver. And sort of has to make arrangements. Yeah. If she, you know, for when she gets out. Sort of, and she leaves like a voice memo. Uh, uh, yeah yeah or not a voice memo like a uh, video memo
0: of what occurred
1: yeah and she said and she's telling the story you're seeing it play out you know it's pretty good pretty good action
0: yeah i mean it wasn't that bloody no you know, outside of there, certain
1: parts like a couple parts yeah but even then it was just more gunplay like a john woo movie it
0: was definitely more action because yeah. I, I, it could have gone into the horror genre very easily if pushed but it wasn't. Yep. It stayed in the action drama and action drama genre. And for like sure.
1: twisted thriller action drama, yeah. because there's a lot of scenes of Sigourney Weaver in the mental hospital, and then she like confesses and she just basically says what she said the whole time mm-hmm. of like it was a man, and I only thing I'm guilty of is you know, you know, if I'm guilty of anything, it's not killing everyone. It's right. doing those sadistic, doctoral things. But uh,
0: and I mean, he talks about when he was talking about it, he talked about how the music was such a, a big part of it. Um, yeah. the music original score by Giorgio Moroder and Rainy Shockney. I, I'm not familiar with their work, but Unless it was you look at they, it and go,
1: Holy shit. That's what they did.
0: Yeah. Well, they did Top Gun, Me- yeah. Metropo- Metropolis,
1: Metropolis, um, Scarface. Yeah. still all of a sudden you're like, Oh fuck. I know those guys. Yeah. I don't know that that was them, but I know those guys.
0: The, yeah. And, the music was very cool. It was, it was awesome. I mean, it's a yeah, graphic it novel, right? That he wrote or no, I he, don't know. Per- he bought the rights to this, which I believe is a graphic novel because they mentioned that it's coming, that he's going to be designing of that.
1: Yeah. Meltdown like tomorrow. Yeah. Something like that. Tonight. Saturday. Or tomorrow. Saturday during the day. Is that I think. what it is? Yeah, I think so.
0: But so it, it, there was original source material and then he wrote a script back in 1978 and as we said in the beginning, you couldn't do this story back then.
1: It wouldn't look the same at all. No. It'd be like a super B-movie. Like, man becomes woman, needs revenge. And this was
0: kind of a B-movie, for oh, it sure. it was a B-movie. It's a yeah, B-movie. It sort Don't, of felt yeah. B. Like Make you're not no gonna, mistake. Right, right. <laughs> it's like, he he did he did the Stallone film, Bullet to the Head. And that's
1: kind of a B-movie. It's movie. definitely
0: a B-movie. And this is, you know, in that same kind of realm, except that there's high-power actors in it. Yeah. Yeah. There's Sigourney Weaver, there's I think Paddleia, they probably all there's did Tony.
1: Because there's a group. shoestring budget, and I think they probably all did it off the strength of working with him. Yeah, because I mean, he's, why a, he's else a powerhouse. Would you do it? Yeah. And he's got such a legacy, you know? When you to see the credits, it was like, whoa, and 48 hours, and alien and he's a writer and he's a director. Yeah, and he started
0: as a writer. He oh, was doing, a, you know, Peckinpah Movies, uh, did yeah. his uh, The Getaway and uh, he talked about Peckinpah and how he was a funny man and, and you know...
1: Well, he, he talked about writing versus directing and how when he just wrote that movie with Peckinpah, he said there's a scene that he wrote that the way Sam Peckinpah shot it gave it more uh, uh, sort of depth or more so, more of a twist because it's about they had torn up a town, Steam McQueen, and like shot it all up and ruined yeah. the town. Then they catch the bus. And instead of the bus going away, it goes through the town. Yeah. So you see everything they did as they're on the bus. but the, Which the cops is brilliant, don't start but that's the, the, the magic
0: bus. of a great director, right. too. Yeah,
1: to take the source material and like visualize it yeah. in, a, in a different way. And he cited that as like, that's what he was like, wow, yeah, that's the difference.
0: Well, yeah. and somebody, someone in the audience talked, you know, asked him, the reason why he answered this question was they asked him why it is today there aren't a lot of he's one of the great writer directors coming up as a writer and then becoming a director yeah and why that isn't happening today i mean i don't know i can think of four i can think name right now who dispute that the coen brothers wes anderson you know alexander payne p.t anderson p.t anderson um yeah so there's, uh, a, there's a good amount yeah there's there's for sure i think there are a good amount yeah. uh but it's true there's a lot of cinematographers that become directors today but right. you know it becomes through it's coming through a technical path versus a, a writing path creative
1: writing yeah for sure
0: but it, it, the film was i didn't hate it i mean i can't you can't really judge it as a, a like
1: a high caliber movie film no yeah. it's not it's something that you'd watch on netflix for sure yeah. or on vod like you probably wouldn't think to, or know to go to i don't even know how theatrical release it's gonna have because that was a premiere that was like the That premiere. was an LA screening. LA screening, yeah, but it was like I mean, the first one because yeah. they said that in the in the beginning. Like it was a, like the premiere LA sc- screening whatever. And uh
0: Yeah, it was all below the line people that were there. It wasn't, you know, obviously like the stars weren't no, there. No, they weren't
1: there. No, no, well, no, it wasn't a star-studded premiere premiere, yeah, it was like a it, screening.
0: It was it was kind of fun. I found myself enjoying it, and
1: yeah, it was cool, man. I mean, it's an interesting story. And it's they're good actors, but it definitely felt like at, by the end we're not gonna. There's sort of like a twist at the end, mm-hmm. and you're not gonna spoil. It, but it, when you when you get to that sort of like in the you know whatever, it, it felt like a Twilight Zone episode or a Tales from the Crypt episode. Yeah. where there's sort of like a moral sort, not uh, you know what's the a fairy tale aesop fables, yeah yeah, yeah. Sort of moral A- the fables yeah yeah at the end you're like ah, no. ah yeah the glasses how can i read without my glasses yeah. it's not fair it's not fair <sighs> i
0: think you just gave it away but uh they it it was kind of fun to watch and it was definitely the best part of this for us was listening to walter hill speak, speak. about his career and about True. the filmmaking the, apparently he's gotten a lot of grief for this because from the transgender community yeah,
1: they were really upset or and, something
0: and he was very defensive of that in, not in a defensive way not but in all. an intelligent way because yeah,
1: someone asked him why didn't you cast a trans person? And he's like, well, you got to understand that the lead character isn't a trans person. Mm. They're a man who is forced into be waking up uh, as a woman. Yeah, uh, this by was surgery. against her will. Yeah, so it's not she- like he's having this, I'm really a woman hitman this whole time. I yeah. need to do this for my own well-being. You know, So casting a trans person, it's not like they would have a better understanding of that. Cause- well,
0: he also said that he felt that this was... I guess the criticism is it's been it's a bad it, it makes trans people look bad. But first of all, this isn't a trans person. And no, also really he not. said that it really it it gives weight to the theory of transgenderism because it's a man still there inside a woman's body
1: yeah he's not now a woman yeah he's not just now because putting he's on been turned and, yeah right right. he doesn't go oh, and he even takes the hormones there's like a whole thing with her like, he has to yeah to live to like live or adjust properly yeah totally But he's
0: definitely still a man yeah like he, and you can see that the character is not gonna all of a sudden become a woman because this wasn't his choice this
1: lady yeah and so he's that's was his point that yeah like, with that being said trans people really are trans people because once they go under the surgery or do whatever they have to do yeah they are now that's like who they have always been inside right you know and so i feel like that's that's okay you know that's cool it's just a, a sexual reassignment surgery is just a part of the story it's not the theme or anything yeah
0: yeah and, I mean, it's really kind of, like, human centipede-y. It but is, they is. There's a they vibe don't of that. Go, They don't go full gore horror. It's not a horror film. No, but, no, no. But they, there's a vibe yeah. of that.
1: There's a vibe of that. Just uh, from the thing alone, that's a twisted doctor. Like, But, yeah, they don't show, like, the operation. And yeah. they don't show, like... Putting in the implants and cutting off his dick, and like you know, they don't do it, doesn't I'm go glad there. they did, me too. Yeah, no, I didn't. It more
0: uh, cartoon. I mean, like it definitely seemed like it was based on a graphic novel because the way it was cut, the music, they and they also did edits by using a cartoon. Well,
1: they show still. it like a yeah, the face would turn into like a comic book drawing right. and like hold, and they would show little you know, shots of like Shakespeare heads and edgar yeah. and poe faces and stuff so i
0: liked that i thought that was kind of kicksy fun the yeah, way it they was did fun. that
1: well, i remember i was saying that like i think this would have been really cool if this movie was made by like a korean production company like one of those crazy korean horror movies because mm. they do it so well it'd be really easy to turn a male guy or to a female you know yeah, what I mean? yeah. like, you'd be you'd, you know wouldn't take as many steps and they the way they do sort of like uh, internal torment and stuff like thriller, psychological thriller, yeah. like old boy and stuff to have that sort of vibe to this movie with the guy waking up because the old, twist in old boy is really demented, yeah, you know what I mean, yeah, and this is really sort of fucked up and demented. I feel like it would really translate to a Korean horror film. Like, even if they went and made it their own one, yeah. still, still, and just did it. Because there's a lot of movies that have now been made into, like, The Departed and stuff. Like, they started as Korean films, you know? Well,
0: this has a demented light feel. It also yeah. has a...
1: Yeah, the Koreans would make it dark. Yeah, like, they, they could would make, make it dark. dark this and, isn't
0: dark i mean it's got a sin city vibe to it too it's got kind a little of a bit taken
1: vibe too where it's sort of like a b movie like yeah. taken taken was a b movie that just connected with everyone you yeah know what I mean? so this might do the same thing but it does have that same sort of like straight to vod vibe you yeah. know which is fine you know
0: i think some people will have issues with the whole Changing sex thing. I don't think this is going to necessarily be something that I don't know. It'll be like people. taken. No, yeah. no, it's
1: not going to like take over, which is, uh,
0: but fine. I i thought she did a really good job, Michelle Rodriguez. Yeah, and if
1: you want to see her fully nude, that's a <laughs> yeah, part, part of that. your bucket list. <laughs> you know, she definitely is nude. I don't think she's uh, ever done nudity. You know what I mean? I don't
0: know. I don't know.
1: Well, now we know.
0: She, uh, I, I would say the focal point of her performance was not that, but uh, she pulled nudity? it off. No, no, she pulled off the performance well. Yeah. But I mean, Walter Hill. Go check out some of the films he's done. I'm sure many of them are on VOD. There, it's pretty just, yeah, incredible resume. You gotta got. just
1: go on his IMDb; you'll be blown away. You know? Yeah, and then you can just start there. And be like, holy shit, he did this and this and this and this and this. So, so
0: what would you give this? I don't
1: know, like six and a half, something like that.
0: Yeah, you know? I'd say six.
1: Six. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Between six or six and a half. You know, it's it's a fun movie, but you're not gonna go back and watch it again, probably. No. And you know, it's like a fun to see once kind of thing. And you're like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. You know, interesting story.
0: Well and I mean again I think the fun part of it is to see part of the body of work of a great Hollywood film legend. legend. Yeah.
1: And a movie that was been, the story's been around since 1978 and it's finally got made. Yeah. For, oh,
0: we also did The Warriors.
1: Yeah, he that's what yeah, he did The Warriors.
0: Shout out to our dear friend Erwin uh, Keyes who, in who was in The Warriors and we lost him a couple of years ago and Yeah. He, uh, I'm sure, would have been there. Given that he was a Santa Monica resident, so he probably would have been he there. Probably would Yeah,
1: I'm sure Walter probably remembers him.
0: Of course, yeah. Fondly. All right. Well, so six out of ten. Yeah, See it if you six. want. It's, uh, I believe it. It hits theaters this weekend.
1: And I definitely, you know. If you're ever flipping through Netflix and it's there, it's worth a watch. Yeah. For sure.
0: That's for sure. I don't know if we can say go run out and see it at the theater. No,
1: not, no, I don't know. Probably not. Not for 13 bucks. Yeah. $15, $18, whatever it is. You know, probably not.
0: What's coming up? <laughs> well, Fate of the Furious is next weekend. I'm sure that's going to be the big takeover yeah, box office because yeah. nothing's been coming out recently.
1: Yeah, February is a dry month for well, Hollywood. It's April. April I meant April <laughs> I said February
0: <laughs> What the fuck man You lost two what? But lost then modes, I bro. mean Guardians Comes out After that
1: Yeah Guardians Come out First A couple thing weeks In, after in that. May Yeah I think that's why Everyone's holding off Till May and June Well What's June the-
0: is Wonder Woman June 2nd oh, Wonder Woman yes, I bitch. cannot wait for that And I really hope It delivers
1: uh, Yeah it'll definitely Deliver in the box office
0: Oh hell Yeah
1: I hope it delivers as a film.
0: For, I'm predicting it to break, like, shatter records in the box office. Yeah, me too.
1: And I hope it sets up everyone wanting to go see Justice League, because I really want to see that, and I hope it doesn't suck.
0: Yeah. You know? Uh, me too. Me too. All right, folks, that's it for us. As always, you can go to our website, thehmcnetwork.com, for more of our film reviews. Jake does Confessions of a uh, Basement Dweller, which is game reviews. Who, me? Yeah. Uh, I've got a new series called Conversations With. There's one up there right now um, where I interview uh, screenwriter Warren Lewis. And also we have a new lifestyle series coming to the network. So check it all out and we will see you next time. See you, jerks. See you, jerks.